What's up, guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown. And I just got off the live stream watch party, and it is official. The Blazers will have a top three pick. They get the number three overall pick. They jump up two slots, and the roller coaster of emotions I just went through in the last 20 minutes are so much. I remember being nervous for the Shane Sharp draft and that whole draft lottery, but this one was on another level. Obviously, we don't end up with a Vic. That stinks but we arguably have a top, a number one overall pick slot because the other two prospects in this draft would arguably go one in a lot of other drafts. So, uh, yeah. Clutch. How did you guys feel when you saw Detroit go in the five, knowing that we were a certified top four lock? That was a good feeling. Oh, my oh God. I was just like, I, for a second, I was like, man, that sucks for Detroit. And then I was like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> they've had a, they had a first overall pick two years ago 17 17 wins for a fifth <laughs> overall pick is brutal that sucks well but let's go huge. we deserve it we deserve huge. it huge that opens up so many possibilities um feels nice to be i'm i'm the uh, lottery live stream we did last year we wow wow because we got seven we yeah dang we dropped one yeah. last year we still got yeah. shaden so it worked out but like the hype now is real um you you know just the the I don't think people understand the difference between number three and number five. It's huge, yeah, exactly. Huge, it's huge. Yeah, I mean, if you I... tell me that we were a six seed in the middle of the year that we would get the third <laughs> overall pick, I would have called you crazy. I mean, obviously tanking sucks, but at the end of the day, um, that's crazy. I thought when we started our tanking process, we were not going to get a top five pick, but the fact that we go up to three could get Brandon Miller or Scoot, which would probably be a first overall pick in so many drafts. Oh my gosh, boys, we have so many ways we can go with this pick. We have so many ways. Yeah, we've I talked about over the last two, more. three weeks, the amount of kind of trades that could possibly go down this offseason. And that was with the assumption that we were going to have a so a, a solid pick. I would say this was the assumption with that we would have the fourth pick or the fifth pick where we were slotted. Um, but having the third overall pick, and the like, like you said, the difference between three and five, the difference between three and seven is so yes. much. Now we have a guy that could be the centerpiece of a trade for a star. And then obviously, if we end up taking the pick, we're getting a really good talent. I would assume it's probably going to be Brandon Miller who would slot in pretty well with our team. Um, a lot of ways we can go with this. Um, Joel and during that, during that last draft, draft watch party, seven, like when we got, to, I was watching it with uh, Cash, who's uh, obviously our producer. Um, uh, we got to, we got to nine and that's when we are in range. We are in range. And, uh, as soon as nine gets by just a subtle fist bump. when we got to seven, that was the pick we had the most likely chance to get. I think it was like a 27% chance or somewhere around there when we got through there. So hyped. And then j seeing the Pistons drop, getting the top four, getting that commercial break in between. So you can just sit on it and know you're in the top four. And then to ultimately the biggest pick of the night was the fact that the Rockets dropped to four. We get into the top three, and boom, we've got that's massive. We've, we've got a goal. We've got a golden ticket on the right now. Let me let me say something here. Um, uh, this is a it's a this is a big moment for this franchise here. Getting a top three pick is huge because we're trying to toe the line between Dame now, you know, not completely scrap the next, you know, nope. ten years of this future. Um, last night I actually watched the new Nike movie. It's called Air. It's really good. Um, and in that movie, we, we talked a lot. It's all about Michael Jordan, how he signed with Nike. And they mentioned a number of times about how the Blazers took Sam Bowie over MJ. Okay? 
And then, of course, that makes me remember of taking Greg Oden over Kevin Durant. Yeah, I was just watching the draft lottery reaction to that. that exactly. Was great. So while trading could be the best, you you never know in twenty in fifteen years, Brandon Miller could be a fourteen time All Star and, and something. You know, you ne- you never know, and Embiid could something bad happens to him, and we're a scapegoat franchise again. So, do you think? Yeah. With that being said, do you think there's any chance we sit on the pick? I don't, but I first don't. of all, for yeah. people that just don't know, Victor's obviously the first overall pick. I think it's Brandon it's, and Scoo are the definite two and three. It's, it think. is Who interesting. I want to jump in. Charlotte has, has a second pick. Charlotte. Yeah, and there's they're probably a that, like they could try to go Brandon, which I think would play into our favor because I think Scoot's a little more valuable. Um, but either or, money. You think Scoot's more? By valuable? the way, Scoot is six two, and another Blazers guard. I'm just saying, you know, Scoot six two. I but that's so. the thing. I think you're right. It's like, I, think it's that's awesome. I would rather draft Brandon Miller than Scoot. Yeah, if we're taking the pick. If we're trading, I think probably Scoot holds more valuable in the league. Um, all right, guys. I just saw a tweet, and uh, it's going to probably just it, it just hurt a little bit. So the way they do the draft lottery, I guess, is each team gets four numbers, and it's literally like the lottery to where, like, they'll call out the yeah. numbers, and they do right. it. The Spurs had the four number combination of 14, 5, 8, and then 2. They say the Blazers had the combination of 14, 5, 8, and 3. They basically were one number off from Wibbanyama. I don't know how that works, but. Yeah, that's it, stupid. Don't look at that. No, no, they missed by just one number on the final ball. Yes, but they take, they give teams like, like random numbers, but like the Spurs have 14% of the numbers. That's how it works. So I don't mm-hmm. think there's much into like being one off. I think that's just a funny thing to say. Yeah, it is just because you're not, I, I you're don't not even one off. Like you, the percent, I mean, sure. The percent goes up for you, but yeah, that, that, it's funny. I guess that's a funny thing, but anyway, but this pick is going to be super valuable if we were to make a trade next year. Um, like you guys said, this pick is arguably equivalent to a first overall pick in many other drafts because that's just how talented this draft class is mm-hmm. and we can legit turn that into i think a top 10 player especially if you include simons or sharp and we could talk about mock drafts all summer long because i know we will and it's gonna be fun to talk about mock drafts oh, we'll also. talk about it yeah we'll talk about it but um <laughs> i'm just super excited because it just feels so good after getting the seventh pick last year. And it gives me some excitement going into the, into the summer. Cause when we got seven last year, I was kind of disappointed, but yeah, going into the summer with a three now, um, it, it, it stirs the pot. Let's just say it stirs the pot even more before you go. West, final thing I want to say about the whole number thing. It says after the first three numbers were picked, the wizards had a match number and they had six of the possible 11 remaining numbers and barely missed. So they were also in a big position to jump up, but obviously they did not. Uh, gotcha. You know, interesting. Um, I was just going to say, if I told you that, so if I told you last year we get the number seven pick and you're sitting there and you're disappointed, Cody, you're disappointed that we got number seven. But what if I told you that day that that guy that we drafted seven turns into one of the best young player assets in the league and we get number three the following year? Well, if you told me that, I'd be pissed because that means we'd be tanking another year, but. If you look at it that way, yes. Uh, and I then, see but then I, then I said all at all that that gets him beat to Portland. Blazers have ammo, boys. Blazers have Blazers have of... ammo now. It is time to fire some shots. 
do we i want to oh, hold up. on jaw hold on jaw <laughs> wait a minute jaw i, I want to bring up a take or an opinion that is the devil's advocate opinion here well, but be careful it's interesting it's going to be interesting how do you think it's there's an avenue that we draft say a brandon miller and we mm-hmm. end up a lot of people are going to say draft brandon miller and then just trade dame for just so much and build around sharp Brandon Miller. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to do that because I'm going to be loyal to Dame. He's been loyal to this franchise and I'm not going to kick a guy to the curb. Once we get a top three pick, that's not how I roll. That's not how the blazers roll. That's not how Dame rolls. There's loyalty all around here. I'm just saying I'm playing devil's advocate. That's a Brandon Miller shade. And that's a, that's a tandem. Oh, I mean, if, that's if they do end up going that route and I agree with you, I'm going to be loyal to Dame until until the end and that probably is bad team building but it's kind of just is what it is um yeah we would have the best young core in the league we would like we would be the thunder but much better because yep. you would think um yep that would be insane um but I, don't even I, am about that. I don't think there i think there's zero chance if we do keep the pick that we have a chance of winning the championship next year i'm just gonna say that because i agree i think that's a safe bet because that's the reality is when you have Nineteen is that your best 20, bet? 20 year old. That's my best bet. Oh, we when you have a 19 for today. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. Today's a more important day. We do have um, to give a best bet in this podcast, though. Yeah. Do we want to talk about our sponsor? Sure. Yeah. So uh, we'll go ahead and say it right now. We'll we'll also touch on it in the uh, in the uh, segment of the best bet. Nuggets up uh, five. Nuggets up five. Nuggets are up five right now. That's interesting. Uh, but this podcast is, of course, brought to you by my bookie. They've been partnering with us over the last, I want to say, maybe two, three weeks by now. Um, and you can go over to mybookie.website slash RipCity. Use code RipCity to get a welcome bonus up to $1,000, depending on how much you put in. We have been doing our best bet segment uh, throughout the playoffs since we started this partnership. And in that, we are 21, 11, and 1. So I think winning at about a 64, 65% clip. And if you don't know sports betting, that's a pretty good clip right there. Um, by, by, by a good clip, we're talking like if Nurk's backing down for a flip layup, you have a better chance of hitting our bet green than Nurk making that basket. That's yeah. how good we That's, it's pretty that's good. a great point. Honestly, Nurk literally with like uh, some small guard on him. Let's say... Uh, Anthony Simons guarding him, who is the worst defender in the NBA. I think he'd have a better chance of hitting a bet than Nurk hitting that flip layup. Uh, we're also 2-0 listen- on our podcast bets. Uh, we took Celtics first half money, uh, first half spread uh, two weeks ago, and then we took Wiggins, who hit his two threes. Last week, we'll give you because that. Because, Cody, because, Cody, in order for him to hit two. He's got to hit one first. No, we we knew he was going to hit one. Yeah. So it was just if he was going to hit two. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, thank you to my bookie. Check the link at the top of the comments for that. All um, right, great. Let's cook up some mock drafts. Some uh... let let me say this first. What do you want to say, Cole? You, it, it, sound, it looks like it's important. You know, I actually had nothing to say. <laughs> what? Well, what what I will say is, <laughs> how much? This is a question for y'all. Compared to the number five pick, how much more is this? Uh, number three pick obviously it's more valuable how much more valuable is it number five in the sense that can we get away with not trading and like simons or sharp now like yeah, how- it's hard it's hard to put on the trade gauge 
Go ahead, Cole. Yeah. What are you going to say? Yeah, the trade gauge. I don't, you know, it's, yeah, it's the trade gauge is unknown right now. I think people have kind of forgotten about the Rudy Gobert trade. I think people are more turning to what the Kevin Durant trade was, and that was obviously less for Gobert. Um, but I think you could argue to yourself that now with this three pick, you could trade the three pick for, say, a Mikhail Bridges straight up because obviously mm-hmm. you might have to put in some filler. But if you're looking at the Nets, who would you rather have? Would you rather have a 26-year-old Mikel Bridges or would you rather have a 19-year-old Brandon Miller? I'm taking Brandon Miller if I'm not. I don't know. If you're building a, if you're or building Scoot. a team. Or Scoot. or Scoot. Look, hey, would you – Simon's in this pick for Claxton and uh, Bridges. If you're the Nets, I don't think you necessarily say no here. I think there's two just broad options of Blazers. <laughs> I feel like there's two broad options, paths the Blazers the Blazers can go down with this route, with this pick. One would be to go all in for a massive player. We're talking a top ten, definitely top fifteen at least. Like player like a, like like an MVP type player, like a Joel Embiid. Yes, he would be in that category. But anywhere from like him to Siakam level or in between, um, that would require you know trading a pick and more specifically Simons. That that's like the big that's like the big long shot. Um, and then the other option is to go after like a player that will make your team. I'd say in between marginally better and way better, like a Mikhail Bridges, you know, a three um, pick straight up for that. So lots of lots of options we can go here. Um, what, what are your guys' opinions? Do you want to you want that long shot? Do you want the the big hit, or do you want to just you know because there's you can go either way with this. Yeah. I think it comes down to value. Look, um, I, I mean, before answer. we even. Before we talk about just specifics, cool. just in general, what do you think? Cool. Cook, just cook up a hypothetical MB trade now. Uh, I'll say uh, I, I, I think there's a realistic possibility you could possibly leave out Sharp. I think you could leave go, out. I, or you, I think you can maybe get away with trading just one of them, or you could get away with not trading your farm of picks. But I think you can now go, say, a Simons and simons for og and pick for bridges or simons uh and two first round picks and nurk for pascal and well here's the thing pick for bridges i think you could get two very good players now different deals let's talk about that let's talk about we obviously our point guard spots locked and our three or four is locked depending on who it is there's three spots in the lineup that you could and i I would say the two is locked unless we're giving away both for Embiid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna or, be yeah. one of it's gonna be one of Shaden or or you somehow bring enough value to have Shaden come off the bench, which would be sure, dream world. Sure, we can we can go in La La Land if you want. Um, but it's it's gonna be we need a a three, and we need a better five. For sure, that's it. So I don't a five. So, for sure. so how about this? How about this? How about this? Do you go? Do do you go with a uh assignments for og straight up and then you you dangle sharp in the number three pick and whatever else philly wants for mb and then you got a super that, that would be, and yeah, then you sign beautiful. and then you also get royce o'neill back in that deal and you go dame royce o- oh no, no i'm sorry royce o'neill is, is is i was thinking bridges i meant og forget about that but dame insert bum number two who can play defense og grant and bead and i think there's also a possibility where like I don't think like, Grant's a guarantee to come back. Maybe we use him in a sign and trade for someone else. Um, I think literally the only person that's locked on this roster is Dame. I, I, I feel like take. I got to take. Okay, go ahead. 
you know, he's got to take. Oh no. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. This could be really right bad. Now. I'm it right now. Sheesh. It's getting hot in here. You you can timestamp it. It's May 16th. Oh gosh. What he gives the date. Oh, it's no. not a good sign. <laughs> it's it's May it's May 16th. It's it's a two-parter. Number one, we're getting home court next Clip year. Clip it. We're getting home court next year. And because we're gonna get a star, we're gonna get a star. It's gonna be Dame and, and B. That's gonna be the best pick and roll. We're getting home court. May 16th. I don't know how the dates work, but it'll be game one or game two of the conference finals, and we'll be in it. <laughs> and then this is uh, what's going to happen in reality. Blazers are going to rerun it back with Dame, Sharp, and Simons and keep the pick. Brandon Miller plays at the four. Jeremy Grant gets traded for someone, and we okay, no. are a nine seed. We make it to the plan, but we bail out. And Here, we- here's my actual take. That that one's serious too. That's just for if it happens, and I can call myself a genius. This this is okay. an actual fair take. If we don't trade the number, if we don't trade our pick this year, I think we end up trading Dame. Yeah, I think so. I could see that, but I don't think we're trading Dame. Period. Well, which means we I are. Can, you could also see the scenario where thirty-six-year-old Dame is just getting not carried, but has his young talent, all his all his prodigies are finally coming up and they lead him to a championship, but he still swipes the finals MVP. Okay. We've been talking about that and Embiid this whole time. What are the other like biggest players you guys can generally see that we could trade the three pick for and someone else or the three straight up? Um, I know we mentioned Siakam. Um, do you think we can get acquire anyone that loses this Celtics? And Cody, Heat Cody, I'm going to tell series? you right now um, because of this pick, we have access to every player in the league, like hypothetically. Yeah. Okay. Outside, so like Giannis, and we could still, if we traded Dame the number three pick, we could get Giannis. So, so I think it really just depends on other teams' perspective, what they want to do, yeah. their performance in the playoffs. The playoffs are wrapping up. So I know you guys have done lots of specific videos on teams and yeah. players we can target. Um, well, we did. Yeah. We did Philly. We did Philly like two days ago, and that was before Doc got fired. Um, yeah, Doc fired. I think Harden just said he wants to officially leave. Is that? I think that? I saw reports that he would be guaranteed to leave if Doc was re- was uh, retained. Uh, obviously, Doc is now gone, probably because they're trying to salvage James staying. Um, I still think it's more likely he leaves. And obviously, if he leaves, okay. unless Philly has some form of plan to get another star next to Embiid, Embiid could be on the move. I don't. I don't think Embiid is question. the big guarantee though. Like, let's just say Embiid asks for a trade. Okay, who can who's a competitor for who's a competitor of the Blazers in terms of offering a deal? I honestly don't know. There's there's obviously there are other competitors out there. I I would think so. I think the Spurs, but not only anyone else wants them to but like off the top of my head, I have to think we would have the best offer. Everyone's gonna mock and bead to Miami and they're gonna be like, we get Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. Because it can't be like a it can't be like a bad team. Like it, he wouldn't go to the Spurs or Hornets even though they got like the first picks because there's no one to play with if he traded. But it's not gonna be anyone like really good because yeah. they just got out of the playoffs. It's gonna be one of those teams like us where we have talent, but we're on the rise hopefully. And I don't on the top of my head I can't think of anyone initially, but um, but there are gonna be competitors out there, and we're gonna have to pay a lot if we want to do something like that. Um. Yeah, just need well, better defense, man. Just need better defense. And every and, and beat and is elite. The thing, the good thing is that all four guys that OG Pascal, Bridges, 
Embiid, they're all plus defenders. Like mega yeah. defenders. And I think Jeremy Grant, I'm not going to say he's a lock, but I really do think I don't see him being not in a Blazers jersey next year. I agree. I, I, I tend to agree. Like, I'm not going to say lock, but I'm like, I'm about to lock it. I'm like, you know what I mean? The door is closed. I'm putting in the passcode right now. Okay. okay. Uh, so it's like, yeah. Let's just take a quick step back here, though, and realize like all these trades we're saying. Joe would have to get into like Joe would need to get in his bag if he wanted to pull off these trades. Because at the end of the day, if you're making a trade for a high quality player, it it takes a lot of things that to kind of go your way. It takes a lot of hoops to jump through because, and, and at the end of the day, we are in Portland, Oregon, and we don't do this typically. We don't have good things, and we don't make crazy huge good trades in our opinion. Like the biggest trade of the damn era is the Jeremy Grant trade. Well, I think that's because I, I know. But it take like there's two teams that have to work, and I think that we could get one of these guys. But I just I hope that that is the case. Well, here's here's what I don't want to happen. I don't want Joe to feel the pressure to trade the pick and not get the best deal, which is it's it's a subjective thing. What is the best deal? Well, you don't really know what it is, because um, you could. The best deal might not be a beat, and you just can Philly just over makes you overpay. Like by the same time, I don't need you to trade the number three pick for like Miles Turner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's if you're gonna, it's a hard spot now because all the fans want you to deal this pick, myself included. But you got to be smart about it. You gotta get the right value. I mean, look, in my opinion, I think Siakam's most likely one. No, I think mm-hmm. someone from Toronto, like they've someone got to from do Toronto, they've got to mix it up. And you know, Masai likes his number one picks. Yeah, sorry, first round picks. If we, if we got Siakam, I'll give you three number like, ones. If we got Siakam, is there a taller player than Siakam in our starting lineup or no? In that case, Grant. Grant. Well, are you assuming Nurk's gone? Yeah. Well, I thought. Okay, never mind. So you're saying Nurk would be our starting center if we but got th- this Siakam. is why I feel Possibly. like Embiid would be so elite because he's not only the best player, but he just the 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 change at center from Nurk to Embiid. That's like yeah. that's, that's insane. Like that's insane. I, can you give it a comparison in real life? Yeah, I can. That's like going from me to Dame. No, do you want me to give you a do you want me to give you a comparison like that only we would understand? Uh, yeah, that's, sure. that's like that's like shaving that's like beating Ghost Cody by 10 seconds. Yeah, true. Okay. That's going from that's going from Cade to West. I was gonna say that too. Um is there any Sorry, chance Kate, if you're watching? Is there any chance we could get our hands on Bam? Or no? Pause, buddy. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, oh yeah. That was a little my bad. Yeah. Um, sure. I think there's a chance. Uh, I feel like the Heat are just like, how, dude? How are these guys always in the Eastern Conference Finals? How? Because they have great coaching, and I don't know. It's, other than that, I think that's really the main, the main thing. Yeah, yeah we could go team by team. I think like a team like the Celtics, if they lose, you know, you never know. Jalen Brown could be on his way out the door. Um, I really don't think the Heat would trade anybody, neither would the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers will always trade people, but they won't trade, like, 
that LeBron AD. top two or anybody. No, no Nuggets aren't, aren't going to trade Jokic, and I, I, we don't want Michael swing the rock border. Yeah, Michael never oh, swing the rock. rock. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I, I think at the end of the day, it's it's going to be one of those people. I think it's going to be one of those four we're talking about. I mean, I feel like yes, our second best player on the team could be like. A Jalen Brown type player, but do you I know really how good this team would be if our second best player was Damian Lillard? Oh, second best, we'd be yeah, Embiid. We'd be title contender. I, I'm just saying, like that's why I'm saying if we get Embiid, my my conference finals take is not bad. I just say we need a. I think I'm I so, when I say we get Jalen Brown, I'm not saying that's the only move we'll make. I like I would love Embiid, but I almost think it's just as valuable to get like two highly impactful players. I do okay. think we have enough pieces to do that. I'm so going to get one highly on player and get some crazy depth. I'm pushing you're, back on that. Okay, yeah, I would too, because you're saying we should get like two players who are eight out of tens, and then Wes is saying... I'm not necessarily I'm, saying we should that. over and beat. I'm just saying I would be just as no, happy. Well, I think you have to look at addition by subtraction here. Not only are you getting in beat, but you're getting rid of Nurk. I'm being serious. Oh, in all these scenarios, Nurk is gone. <laughs> Let's be real. No, not necessarily. <laughs> in my in my scenario, in my okay. Law well, offense, if we get Bridges, who's the starting five? It could be me, and we might be better. Well, then no. it'd have to be. I don't know because Nurk. We, Nurk. Maybe is we're undervaluing center. I think. What are we going to upgrade Nurk for? If we're not going to get a top five center, then what are we going to do? Have Nurk, who's a top fifteen center, and then now get a what, Minnesota. No, I don't want cat. <laughs> Get out of here. But I'm just saying, like, why are we saying all this pushback on Nurk? Like, we oh have no, a okay. Look, here, here's thought... why do we have a six? We have a 16th, 15th, 14th rated center in the NBA. Are we gonna make all these moves? Get a marginally good player on the three, just so we can upgrade our center to like what a tenth best? Like. No, um... yeah, I agree. I think if you get a say, see, say the two players you get this offseason in this fairyland world is Jalen Brown and Mikhail Bridges. I know we're, by the way, from people outside of Blazer world, like this is sounds ridiculous, but it, it, but it, it really doesn't. It's not as far-fetched as you would think, but that also means it. there's not there's, there's a chance it doesn't happen, obviously. Ant, Ant and three firsts for Mikhail. Too much? Yeah, yeah, I think that's too much. Ant and two firsts for Mikhail? Two future firsts, and then and then you throw then you throw the shade in number three package to Embiid? I don't know. But say we have Dame, Sharp, Jalen Brown, or Dame, Jalen Brown, Mikhail, Grant, and Nurk. That's a really good lineup. And honestly, at the end of the day, I would be okay with hey, Nurk being the center. We, we wouldn't win a championship, though, because we can't. We, can, we won't win a championship with Nurk at center. I do think it. it's hard to – I, I do think you can, uh, you can almost, like you said, upgrade your center by addition with subtraction. Like you can move off of Nurk and instead bring in, say, the 20th-ranked center – and upgrade all the positions around. Like we just don't need the center position to be. We don't want. We just don't want any issues with the center position. We want a center that will go play some defense, catch some lobs. Nick, we don't want a center that's going to be asking for touches. Nick Claxton. I. Yeah. I and know. okay, the fact that this has turned into an anti-Nurk pod is not it's how we not. want to go. Um, it's 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 we we can make it a we. I was about to bring up. Would you go for DeAndre Ayton? We want to hate on Ayton here for a quick minute. Here here. Like, that here. Was I have a list of the 10 best centers. Let's just fly through it. So Jokic, he's going to be we a do this next like year. once every other month. <laughs> All right, go. Yeah, we'll fly, fly through it. Let's talk about it. Okay, so we have Jokic. He's not leaving. Joel Embiid, we talked about him. Bam, 
Okay, so that's he so. would have to. I don't know. Gobert, Possibly. do you want anything to do with no, Gobert? No, no, no. All right, all they're right, not right. trading. I mean, Gobert's number four, by the way. Yeesh. Yeah, I'm just. I don't know. Might be an old list. Who cares? Uh, Porzingis, no thanks. I don't want to center chucks threes. Aiton, this is interesting. The Suns. I think the Suns are done. I don't think. Hey, Suns... let's talk about it. And on a serious yeah, level, slow down on this one a little bit. Aiton obviously is like in Phoenix. It has to be over. It should have been over last year. It needs to be over now. Is he on a max? He's on a big contract. That's the issue. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's a max, but it's like thirty plus, maybe thirty-five million. You have to send Simons back, and then I don't even think you. I think they want to get rid of him so much that you could do Nurk in one first, or Nurk in two seconds for Aiden, or Nurk and Nas in a first for Aiden. They want to move off of him and just get a competent center in return. If you're not giving up any of your valuable pieces, except maybe like. A first, a, a late round first, or years in future first, or say if we keep this twenty third overall pick first, that first, it's basically are are you yeah. would you be willing and to do that for even, We've never even talked about Fair. this guy at all. Jared Allen, the Cavs just got destroyed. I think they stay with them. I think they're too young to move off of that. Okay, no, I but that eight and one is interesting because good time to pound his value will never be lower, in my opinion, unless he like actually unless he like. God forbid gets hurt, like hurt, hurt. And it's like, yeah, but we were really, we were kind of pushing that eight and thing last off season. Obviously he had a bad year, but everyone's saying they don't want anything to do with Aiton. I think this is one of those scenarios where like it literally, he just needs a chain of change of scenery because he wanted out last year. He signed with the Pacers. And the only reason he went back is because he was a restricted free agent and the Suns were able to match it. I think Aiton would get back to his 2021 version on practically any other team even most likely on a Damian Lillard-led team. And that's a beautiful thing. Aiden doesn't ask for touches. He's just the guy who's going to shoot 70% from the field. He's well, the, the knock, all those. The knock on Aiden, well, the knock on Aiden is he's not, not really, super no. aggressive, and he, he yeah. likes his middies. And he's not necessarily a pot. Like, he might be a positive defender, but he's not some game-changing defender. So I is thought he, he was really Nurk? good. I, I think he would he be better upgrade than to Nurk offensively. I think he would be similar to him defensively. And by all means, if you're equal on one and an upgrade on the other, that is an upgrade. So... Davis is Keep going to the West. Davis is definitely staying in LA. He's happy there with LeBron. Even if they lose Western Conference Finals, there's they prove they're legit. He's not going anywhere. Sabonis, I think the Kings. No, I don't want Sabonis anyway. I don't even think he's big enough to be a true center for us. In yeah, my opinion. Um, Gerald Allen, I said him. Aiden, this is a different list, by the way. And my computer's frames are dying for some reason, but we're good. Chat, I wonder what he's going to do. But um, who? Oh, Chet. I, 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 I forgot he's in the league. But, you know, other than those guys, like, there's not going to be a much better upgrade for Nurk if we're not getting one of those guys. You know what I mean? Ooh, well, okay. I, I got an interesting one. I think he might be a free one, agent man. coming off a defensive player of the year caliber season. His team just got lost in the first round. How about a Brooke Lopez? You know, that would really be a thought... nice center to have. What about? Yeah. I don't know how you get him. Here, I don't know what his value out. is. What about this guy? Hear me out. Also put together defensive player of the year season. He might be a little small to be a five, and his point guard can't keep his hands off the guns. Jaron Jackson Jr. I don't know. Hey, John Grizz. Oh, here. He might be done. I don't know. I wonder what he's thinking about. But see, and we could send Memphis thing. Some, of our, some of our ammo. Ja would like that. Okay. No, <laughs> this is the this is the beautiful thing about getting a pick this high is like. These players now theoretically are in reach. I mean, obviously, 
we're not going to be delusional and be like, yeah, our starting lineup is going to be Dame and Bede and JJJ and Jalen Brown and Seattle. Like, we're not that dumb, obviously, but these are all options at this point because as untouchable as Jaron Jackson Jr. is, what if the Spurs offered Memphis number one? They would yeah, have. He'd be pretty touchable. Not, he'd be touchable. Pause. That's the thing. Three team trades can happen and so many. That's another door we haven't even opened yet, Cody. We haven't even opened that door. That's just sitting over there. We're talking because about three team trades, in my opinion, are too complicated for me to try to draw up. Yeah, like what if the Rockets did this? But then, yeah, that's just crazy. I want to revisit Aiton for a second. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you bring up a valid. You bring up a valid point. Um, let's just talk about Aiton as a. Would he fit this Portland team? Okay. Hey, I I was surprised when you guys it's said just, he wasn't a good defender. Is he not? I thought he was a really good defender. Uh, he's not. He he's nowhere too. near a really good defender. I don't know if he's necessarily a positive or negative, but I think he's as, about as average as it gets, if not closer to maybe the negative. That's just my. Hmm. It's just he's a, a, he's just efficient. He's yeah. very efficient. He he has he at the end of the day he was the first overall pick in a Luka Doncic draft. He, he has the he's tools. Athletic. He's athletic. You know, not obviously Nurk is an NBA basketball player. He's athletic too, but like Aiton's a different level of athleticism. And that's just a different dimension to an offense that the Blazers haven't had in a long time. The last, who was the last athletic big the Blazers had? Like, actually. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, dang. Yeah, before Nurk, before Nurk, before Nurk, it was like Plumlee. Before Plumlee, it was like Chris freaking Kamen. Before Chris came in, it was like Prince Billa, and like we have Aldridge, but he was not the most athletic guy in the world. And then before that, like it was Odin for fifty games. Yeah, I, mean, I, feel, like Odin, athletic. I huh? feel like the center to fit this Blazer team needs to be a really good defender. So the more I think about it, I don't think Aiden would be the best. But, I mean, but if we Cody, got a good Cody, deal, Cody, got a good Cody, deal. yeah, exactly. That that's what that's the key to this whole thing is. Aiden might not be the best end all be all answer, but man, if you can get him for two seconds in a in Nurk or a first in Nurk and Nas, like you I think you do that. Hey, what about Steven Adams? No. No? Okay. No. He gets played off the floor in the playoffs. Yeah, good 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 defender though. How about anyone from the Warriors? Anyone? Draymond Green? We talk about Draymond? I think Draymond Steve, is an interesting guy, not a center, but Steve Kerr nice just guy. said Steve Kerr just said this team maxed out. He he threw his team under the bus. He said Changes need to be made basically in a non-direct way. So mm. I think I think the Warriors are gonna change it up next year. Unfortunately, though, there's no one that's like super tall on the Warriors, but um Okay, we here we go. This is on this is on StatMuse. Um I'm assuming this is right because they have Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Claxton, Umbead, and Brooke Lopez as the top five, but they rank Aiden as the tenth best center. And they mm. only show top fifteen and Nurk is not on there. Okay, so that's defense. an improvement. So that's better. Again, if you know more about Aiden in the comments and you want to come at us and say we're wrong, we might be because I also only watch Aiden in the playoffs and he wasn't that great. Um, so, but if the stats say he's a pretty good defender and you're not giving up much for him, it's something to monitor. Now, it's, it's all a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's, that's the issue. Uh, is, that's a big problem, which yeah. theoretically means that you shouldn't have to give up as much. Very true. Um, but at the end of the day, you're also giving up Nurk, who you would probably want to kind of get your way out of that, slither your way out of that contract if you could. I mean, we're talking about efficiency and defense as a center. I mean, to be honest, Nurk is a good 
good defender. No, he's I mean, a, yeah, he's a solid yeah. defender. He is a solid defender. So I don't know. I feel like we, if we were going to get another center, I want them to be a better defender than Nurk. Obviously, I think the, name of the game is athleticism. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, because we also have to remember that Chauncey Billups wants to run a, a system that needs athleticism, and he hasn't had a chance to do that because he has a Nurk as his center. Um, and maybe, maybe, maybe the problem is like Nurk could fit solidly in this team, and Chauncey is trying to run a bad system, and we can True. get to that. Like Chauncey might not be the coach for this guy for this job or for this but, team, yeah. but. I got to give him a chance with the type of players he wants. You got to give Chauncey one, at least a go around on a finalized roster that he wants. Exactly. So I admit you might be right. Nurk, you don't, we could talk about is the system wrong? Is Nurk bad defender now? I mean, Nurk and his, before he hurt himself in the 2019 season was, he was a dog. He had that dog in him. Yeah. He was like a great defender. Had that Um, dog. It was just so general. I say it every time. We were what the worst offensive team. We have Jeremy Grant, great defender. We do this every time. Nurk's a decent defender. Even if we get a new center, let's say he's like the same level as Nurk in terms of defense, better offensive player, but that's still going to make us a bad defensive team. Like we need a seriously either. Yeah, but that's not assuming you give up Nurk. I hope that's not the only change you would make. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Jim the key Brown. is going to come from wing defense. The best players in the yes. wing in the league ha- are on the perimeter. You ne- you need players that can guard the perimeter, and if you can get an OG or McHale, even a Jalen Brown, you, you Pascal, those are all positive right. defenders. By saying that, and a big, you need a big for rim protection and maybe to stretch the floor. Brooke Lopez, not yeah. a bad shout. You know, Boston. I I don't even th- not Boston. I don't even think Milwaukee necessarily wants to change anything, but they may just have to because they don't have. I don't know if they have the cap space well, or the they money also to keep a, all those people. They don't have a coach right now either. They don't have a coach. Uh, can we just give a – I don't know if I mentioned this or if this was in the first go that kind of got cut off because of some technical issues, but uh, we shout out to Brandon Roy. Got us the third pick. He got us the first pick when he went last time. Um, we should retire Wait, his jersey. What, what year did he go? 2007, the we year got, after he got drafted. We got one. Yeah, I know. You said you got the three pick again. Oh, I meant to just say the high pick. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's fine. his jersey's not retired right now. And I think it should. Who it was? I think his jersey. Honestly, not maybe not. Uh, I love Brandon Roy, but he did only play like four seasons. And then I want to say someone tried to come to our team recently and wanted to wear seven, but they didn't let them wear seven because Brandon. Roy. Maybe it was like Jeremy Grant, or maybe it was Mello. Um, they were like, no, even though it's not retired. But maybe this is like the first time he's done things with the Blazers in a long time. Uh, so maybe this is a sign that maybe we retire his jersey this year. That would be dope. Like you said, Cody, he's the first guy. We we he was our first favorite player of the Blazers. Yep. So it was cool to see him there. Any any teams you're staring at right now and you're just like laughing at because of their lottery or other Detroit. than I guess Detroit. Detroit and Houston. Yeah, Houston. 17 wins. 17 wins. That is a lot of losses, a lot of work for nothing. <laughs> I mean, and the, the fact uh, that we got a better pick than them is just highway robbery. That is brutal. Yeah, in the but, 2012 draft when AD hey, was hey, 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 it's okay though. At least they have the Detroit Lions. They're fine. Yeah. Uh, in were. 2012 when AD went one and Michael Kidd Gilchrist went two, uh, Hornets had the second pick that year. They dropped from the first odds when they went seven and 59 in that lockout season. But that was the worst winning percentage in NBA history. 
and they drop from a generational prospect in AD to Michael Kidd Gilchrist, who was out of the league in what three, four years, like the Bobcats team. Yeah, they were named the Bobcats. Yeah. Oh yes, that Um, that's tough. That is tough. Um, Dame was six. The right after Thomas Robinson. I wish the Hornets got it. Honestly, I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say I could go see Wimby in person. Wait, Tim Duncan was the first pick, right? Yeah, and yeah, David Robinson. So they have possibly three of the best center prospects in the past 50 years. They get them. A little lucky. Now they're going to be it. great for 20 years, and then they're going to run it back again. Spurs, Greg Popovich is going to turn Victor into freaking Tim Duncan 2.0, but we'll see. Do you think how. there's any chance? Do you think there's any chance that Wimby doesn't live up to the hype? Yeah, well, oh, yeah. I think oh, yeah. he – I don't – I honestly really don't think – Obviously, this is assuming no injury. Um, I don't think there's a chance he doesn't like reach all star level. But yeah, like if the hype is top Goat. ten player of all time, then yeah, like is he, there... is the, he is he is probably the best prospect of all time. But that doesn't mean he is going to be LeBron. Like he was a better prospect than LeBron, but obviously LeBron did everything to be. The Do you goat. think there's any chance um, Women Yama starts his first NBA game not in a Spurs jersey? No, no. Okay, no. I would agree. I think if you're the Spurs, you are definitely not trading it for anything, and you're building it from the ground up because, yeah, like rerun it with Tim Duncan and David Robinson, basically. So, I mean, good for San Antonio. I mean, from a long term. Well, history... okay, Dame. By the way, sorry. Live tweet from Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, I just lost it. Uh, someone tweeted at him and said. At 8.22, so before the lottery, they said, could it be Vic and Dame at Damian Lillard? And he just responded 52 seconds ago and said, if so, dot, dot, dot. Not a, Why is Dame so cryptic these days? Is he basically just saying, like, oh, what could have been? What if I this was Dame's something final? Out. What, what? I just want to point something out. I just was tracking the Lakers game. Just started the second quarter. Jokic has 12 boards already. Wow. Dude, if, can, we just, can we talk about how if the Nuggets had just been more stupid and kept Nurk instead of Jokic, we wouldn't be having this conversation? We'd be like in the conference finals. Yeah, we could have Jokic. That'd be insane. Um, this tweet just got me thinking, like, Dame's like, if so, what if this was like Dame's final straw? And he was like, I'll only not ask out if we get the number one overall pick and we don't. And now he's just waiting to break the news tomorrow. <laughs> that would be brutal. There, there goes our channel for the next two years. If that happened, is there any uh anybody on the Spurs that the Blazers could possibly get now that Vic is there? Like any who was mm-hmm. their center? But not not Podal, um, because they traded him already. Wow, Pirtle? they went ahead. They went ahead and traded their center because they knew they were getting Vic. That's how you know it was right. They do have Zach Collins. Do we try to get Zach Collins back? No, good. He's been pretty good as a twelfth man. Sure, he's playing. No, yeah, he's actually been really good. Well, again, I don't when take, he plays. I don't take stats in the last twenty games of the year like seriously because someone's got to score. That is true. Mm-hmm. But you guys anything, anything else? else? Anything yeah, else? I, I think that's all. Um, get hype! Get hype! I don't know when the like the trades are available are are allowed to start going down, but like. I have to think when this NBA season ends, like that's when the door opens and anytime, like we traded for Jeremy, I think it was draft like date. June 21st or 22nd last year, a couple of days before the draft. Um, Which is when? 
some like the 25th, 26th, something around there bet, of bet, June. Bet, bet, bet. Um, wow, so in a month. So we've got a long time left, but at least we know. We got it. We know all the ammo we have. We know all the trade bait we have. Um, we're fully loaded. Ju- we're fully loaded. Like it's a great day. The guy in Memphis. Just gonna unload. Who they all- said was better than Damian Lillard. Oh, was, we have bad takes, but that might be the worst take of all time. That's crazy. I. Oh, the jaw jokes. They're so funny. They're so funny. All right. Uh, my dog's trying to get in the room, so I'm going to end the podcast now. What a what a night. Huge emotions. Getting the third pick is huge. We're, yes, this offseason is about to be amazing now. Um, and, and we'll see you uh, throughout it. So uh, thanks for watching. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, go follow the Instagram, Twitter, and use code RIPCITY on my bookie to get some bets in. Um, That's right. Jokic boards. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Best bet. Oh, wow. Wow. We do have to actually drop our podcast best bet. We are not done. We are not done. One more minute, guys. All right. Um, Should we do a cut? Should we do a cut? Yeah, I think we'll do a cut and we'll talk about it real quick. And uh, we will get back to you for the final segment. If you stayed this long, you're a real one. You're a real one. All right. We have our best bets. Um, It's a lot harder these days to find a great, a great bet just because there's so many, or there's obviously less games. So if our uh, percentage goes down, clearly it did go down in the, uh, the game seven, but that was also a blowout. Um, But still tell us we're still winning at a 60 five percent clip we're two and oh on the podcast we'll try to make it three and oh uh obviously this is our singular best bet for the wednesday games so this this is all 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 we are doing we won't see another one from the rest of us this is our one that we're doing together west will give it to you and what is the best bet yep so here's the best bet uh we've come to a general consensus no no disagreements at all uh we're on the same page here (laughs) we're gonna go with uh Jason Tatum under 29 and a half points that you might think. Why? Wes? Why? Cody, why? Why? What? You just had 51 in game seven. Why? Yeah, I'm confused. Why? Well, apparently the Heat know how to stop Jason Tatum. And by stop, I mean let him score 29. Because if he scores 29, we eaten. We eaten. Okay. So the Heat. Have Spo. They have a great defense, great team defense. They have a lot of different looks they can throw at people. And if I'm this Heat, and if I'm the coach of the Heat, which I know Spo will do because he tried to do it in the playoffs last year, they limited Tatum in his shot selection, shot attempts last year in the playoffs. You can be like, boohoo, it's last year. These are kind of very similar teams. I mean, I don't even know who's like missing. Who cares? They're going to try to, if they want to go in and steal game one, which they did against Milwaukee. And they did in New York. They want to do it again. You got to limit the best player. And they have the means and the players to do that. Um, Tatum could, they they could hold Tatum to only 18 shots, even though he's averaging like 22 this year or in the playoffs. They could hold him to 18 shots and he shoot 14 for 18. If he does, fair play, Jason Tatum. Okay. But this is a, this is a numbers play. This is a system play. We fade stars at home in game one. <laughs> okay. Love it. I'm kidding. <laughs> But that is our pick. We will be going with Tatum under 29 and a half points. And if if you're watching this and Tatum does indeed go under 29 and a half, I want you all to tag Cole and clown him because he doesn't think it's going to happen. Um, the Heat have struggled to stop. The, you know, the, the Heat have done a very good job stopping Tatum in the playoffs, and we're in the playoffs, so that's all that matters. And I think Spolster is a great coach, so I'm going to trust the great coach. He's from Portland as well, so um, Portland seems to have good luck the last 24 hours, so let's see if that continues. We will see you. In the next podcast.
Peace.